0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of before and after podcast i'm here joined by my co-host gabby Luther. hi and our mutual friend axa martin hey
1: <laughs> our mutual <laughs> mutual friend, mutual friend. what do you want me to say
0: <laughs> and our friend
1: hey, both of you fr- yeah <laughs> okay yeah because i know both. yeah mutual friend would be like you only know me because gabby knows me right
0: i thought mutual friend Wait. is like we're I'm your friend and she's your she's friend. She's your friend.
1: No, mutual friend is.
0: Oh, I'm your no, friend. that's right. She's
2: your friend through <laughs> me. Uh huh.
0: I guess.
1: Yeah, if Gabby, like, if I knew Gabby and you knew Gabby, right? But I didn't know you. I would say Gabby Jake's is our mutual, mutual friend.
2: friend. Oh, oh. I was gonna say Gabby <laughs> is a mutual friend. <laughs> we should friend. we should take a poll um, of of
1: half these people I, tell no, us what mutual. Because when you have friend mutual friends, friends on Facebook. You both know them. You both know them. Right. But you don't know that person. So that Right.
2: Oh,
0: I think it would be oh, no, you are our mutual friends, friends. So we're both friends. So I'm friends with you, Gabby's friends with you, but in this case scenario, we wouldn't be friends. Me and Gabby wouldn't be friends. I'm I think by, to think by definition.
1: I on Facebook mutual friends is like Jake, who do you have? I think we are friends. I okay. Would hope let's so. just say instead of saying mutual, just say our friend. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I'm confused now. Okay. <laughs> I'm confused. I think I'm wrong.
2: Okay. Our friend AXA. Our friend AXA. <laughs> so your name is AXA. Mm-hmm. A-C-H-S-A-H. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to say so a story of my yeah. name.
1: You know, that's actually crazy because I've been so in awe of just I I had to thank my mom when I (laughs) I'm I'm home from college for like five days and I knew I needed to have a conversation with my mom in person just to thank her for naming me what she named me Um, because it is such a good conversation starter to people who do not know the Lord they're like where is it from and I'm like well funny you ask it's from the Bible (laughs) and even people that do know the Lord probably don't (laughs) know I (laughs) once had a pastor ask me where is your name from (laughs) Um, And I was like, the Bible? And he was like, oh, (laughs) he's like, apparently I need to go back and read that part. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's okay if you do not know where my name comes from. Um, Yeah, so it's honestly just a really great conversation starter to even just talk about the Lord, even if that's the only thing they ask. It's just really cool to just say, like, this is where it's from. Mm -hmm. Um, But lately I've been looking more into the meaning of my name. And it means adorned, which is becoming more beautiful. And that just made me tear up a little bit when I first read it because I um just not even that I am beautiful, that the Lord makes me more beautiful day by day as I learn more about Him and spend more time in His presence. And I feel like that is just such a sweet truth that He is making us all more beautiful day by day. And He makes beauty from ashes. And I don't know, that's just such a beautiful truth. And I'm so thankful that my name just holds such meaning um, because it really, on days when I am like struggling to, you know, get up, (laughs) um, it's just a really sweet reminder that, um, I'm held in the Lord's hand and he's making me beautiful and making all things beautiful. Um, but it's also just like, I love that it's just like unique and no one else has it. Um, it's just really fun. Um, just to, yeah, that I, (laughs) not that I'm like different and cool, but like, it's kind of fun (laughs) that no one else has my name. So There's
2: that. If your name's Axel, let us know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I will be your best friend. And uh, yeah, love that. What
2: book of the Bible is it in? Do you know that? Yes,
1: I do know. Guys, it's in joshua judges and a genealogy in first chronicles which Mm -hmm. the actual story of axa is really it's it seems like insignificant in the bible almost but i'm like there has to be a reason why the lord you know or lord wanted this to be in the Mm -hmm. bible and i was reading more about it and basically her story is she asked her father caleb for um like the upper springs or just for land property she's like the first woman in the bible to ask for property which i was like okay queen. But also I was reading this, um, kind of devotional or commentary on it. And it was just talking about how she wanted more and it wasn't a greedy request, but she wanted more of the Lord. And cause that's something I guess, kind of tied, I guess, maybe to Lander. I don't know, but, um, just asking her father for more and how, I don't know. I thought that was also a great reminder of just like, are we seeking to have more of him? And so that's also been really cool. Um, and yeah, just knowing her father was Caleb, which is one of the two yeah, people to come back yeah. from the promised land and say that it was a land flowing with milk and honey. And so I was just like, it's kind of cool that like my biblical father <laughs> was such a great man. Um, <laughs> you know, no, it's just, it's just sweet. Um, I know it's not, you know, real for me, but like, anyways, I'll say, <laughs> no, it's just kind of cool to just see the history of it. And um I don't know how, like, the Lord just wanted to put that in the Bible of just, like, a sweet testament of just a girl asking for more. That's me. I'm just a girl asking for more Jesus.
2: (laughs) Did... Sorry. One more question. (laughs) Did your parents, like, know all of that when they named you?
1: My mom... Thought she saw somewhere that it meant fountain of blessings, which I guess maybe, you know, coming from her asking for the upper lower springs. Um, But she's like, I have never been able to find it again. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I trust you, mom. Maybe it was a word from the Lord. So (laughs) I don't know. That's kind of like a little hidden meaning. So that's why she really wanted it. But yeah. (laughs) Nice. Is your name
2: spelled like that in the Bible? Do you know?
1: Depending on the... Or, like, the
2: translations do different? Yeah,
1: depending on the version. I know there's one version that's A-K-S-A-H and girl... Gross. I don't know. If there's someone out there who has a name, AXA, and it's spelled A-K-S-A-H, I'm sorry. I love you. Um, But I like the C-H. I know the... I think the most popular version I've seen is A C S A H. But at the Bible Museum in DC, (laughs) aka the first place I ever saw my name (laughs) anywhere on the Bible Names wall, (sighs) made up for years of no bar. No (laughs) no souvenir. But at the Bible (laughs) Museum, it's spelled A C H S -S A H, which I was very, very, very excited about and thankful for because it could have been spelled any other way, too. But. (laughs) yeah that's good
2: okay uh this is our friend axa and we have all known each other from church uh, for a really long time and a major part of her story is just um worship and songwriting um so we figured we'd ask her some questions and just hear um parts of her story and how god has worked through that um and all of that so I guess just what like what's your background and like having a relationship with Jesus but also how you got into music and then leading worship
1: yeah for sure um so I grew up going to church um but it's just kind of like what I did and I think I really made my faith my own in middle school, um, just when, like, some harder things were happening, and I just wanted to know about this God who could heal brokenness, and, um, who could just make a difference and give me peace, and in just some of the harder things of life, and, um, I found that, which was amazing. Um, and so that's when I feel like God really started to, um, just write his story in my life. And once I started having a closer relationship with him, it just led me to want to serve him more. And so that sort of led to just sort of what made the most sense, um, was serving him with music just cause that had been a part of my life. Um, forever i mean i came out of the womb singing honestly um (laughs) my mom said i would just scream as a child not because i was (laughs) upset but because i just wanted to hear myself so (laughs) that's the type of person i am um so i've been singing forever and my mom was a piano teacher and so i just kind of grew up around music and i loved it so much um And so I just remember in middle school, I was like, I think I want to join the worship team. I was really nervous, Um, but it just sort of made sense. Um, And so that's just sort of how I started worship leading. It was very, very small. um, But just as I grew closer to the Lord, my heart for worship grew more as well, just because I wanted to praise him more and more. Um, And that's the beautiful thing about worship. So
0: I guess like going off of that, like how has songwriting been for you and like your faith and like spending time with him through that?
1: Yeah. Um. So the first really good song I say I I wrote because I wrote songs and I was like little, but they were not good, obviously. But the first really good song I wrote actually was a worship song. And it kind of came out of the blue, um, in just a season where I really needed it. And it just, the song talks about just coming back to the Lord after a season of, of maybe doubt or just not, you know, focusing on him and just kind of forgetting about everything else. Um, and he just really spoke that to me. And so I was able to sort of come back to him and, through writing this song, which was just incredible, um, because it was just everything I was thinking and it was able to fit into a three minute song. And I was like, wow, like this was just amazing that that could be documented in a song. And I think it actually came from a journal entry first, or just writing down everything I was feeling. And then I just like, was like, Oh, let me just like try putting this into a song. Um, and so that's just been really cool that that's, that was like the first song that kind of spurred my songwriting journey and I had no idea where it was going to take me. Um, cause I was afraid I wasn't going to have any other songs after that, but praise God, I have <laughs> plenty. <Quite a>
2: few. <laughs> Sorry. Just a um, I'm laughing
1: because now I'm literally like a commercial music major at Florida state and have written <laughs> about 60 songs that I'm just sitting on. Um, so anyways, the Lord is able to do more than we can ask, think or imagine. Amen. Um, <laughs> but um, from there, I just sort of, um, I think songwriting is just really what I sort of use to process things. And I'm very thankful that the Lord has given me that as an outlet, um, because most of the songs I write are sad, <laughs> which is <laughs> maybe sad, um, but it really is just a way to process through things and I think where I can kind of connect with the Lord in that is I've just, I've, as I've learned more about him, I just, I've realized that he's not scared of our emotions. And so for me to just sort of pour out my heart into these songs, it just, I know that the Lord is listening to them and that he's also holding every tear as I write the sadder ones. Um, And that he's just there with me as I'm writing them. And I've also come to realize in the past years that some of the things I write, I'm like, there is no way I could have come up with that on my own. Like, that is beautiful. I yeah. like, I did not write that. The Lord did that. <laughs> like, cool. I'm like, that is not me. Um, And so I feel like I also, am just kind of able to connect with him in those ways of being like, whoa, like, thanks for giving me, giving me that idea. I mean, a lot of times what I'll come up with will be just random melodies or random lyrics that'll just pop into my head. And I'm like, where else could that have come from except from the Lord? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I think so many times I will try to make songwriting about me and my talents, but really all the ideas I get, like I know it's a good and perfect gift from the Lord above. And so I think just making sure to keep that heart, heart posture of just knowing that the songs are from him. And so I'm going to use them for his glory. It's just really important um yeah
2: but not all of your songs you write are about jesus though right
1: right a good majority of them are not which i'm like sorry god um i mean lately actually i've been in a really sweet season with the lord and from that i've been writing more worship songs than I have ever have before, which I think just comes from spending time with him and spending time in his Word and having more things to write about as I'm learning so much. So, praise God for that. I'm hoping that's going to be a new season um, for me as well. But Uh, yeah, a lot of the songs I write are like heartbreak boy songs, which is silly because it's just silly because it's so like seemingly insignificant. Um, But the Lord still like cares about those things, which just is incredible to me. He's in the big miracles, but he's also in my silly little feelings. Um, And he's there to hear every single one of my thoughts. And so I think even when I'm songwriting about things that aren't necessarily about him, I think there is something to be said about when you are doing what the Lord has called you to do or or doing something that he has gifted you in, it just invites his presence in because He's created us and intricately crafted us right in his image. And so when we are doing something, um, that is within his image, we are therefore connecting with our creator. And that is why it is so fulfilling when you're doing something, you know, you're called to do because, because it is, it is, wow, I can't think because it is set in place by the creator and so I think even when I'm writing these songs I just know that the lyrics whatever I'm feeling it's a gift that I'm given to be able to process it in this way so I know that even as I might be sitting here crying writing a song I know that the Lord is in this because he's given me this outlet and so I know that he's there with me as I'm writing all these songs and listening to my heart Um, and I just really feel connected and close to the Lord, um, because I know that it is something that he has, um, put in my heart and put all these songs in my brain for me to do. So it just connects me to my creator. Um, yeah.
0: Has there ever been like a time where you've written a song and you're like, wow, I like really need that for myself.
1: Yes. (laughs) Um, wow. So I'm trying to think of so many. I mean, a lot of them, I feel like I need for myself to get maybe processed through a certain situation, um, because I really can't figure out any other way to say it. Um, but actually recently I just, okay, no, I think a good example would actually be during the crazy 2020. I don't know what that was y'all. It (laughs) like, anyways, um, that is when I really needed some songs. <laughs> um, and that's and I wrote a lot of them, actually. But um, there is this one song I wrote, very dear to my heart. It's called "From Up Here." And it's actually from the father's perspective, um, because the world was just a little crazy at that time, as we all knew. And so I was just kind of being like, hey, God, like, are you there? Like, are you seeing everything that's happening? Like, I don't really understand where you are in all of this. And so I would say the Lord really gave me the song that I really needed, um, because the lyrics just are from the father's perspective of saying that it looks so much different from up here from heaven. Like I can see it all. Like you're only seeing this one tiny glimpse of eternity and I can see it all. And I promise that I'm still there and I'm holding your heart and I'm doing something that you just can't see, but you just have to trust that I have a greater perspective. And so as I sing that song I'm receiving it as well from the father um so yeah I'd say that's a really good example of that have you had any like
2: negative experiences from people who like don't understand why you write things um the way you do or have the perspective that you do
1: wait can you word it like okay, yeah I, you got it um I'm trying to understand do you know what I'm trying to Like, example to say? of, like, yeah, I don't know. I
0: think, like, have you ever written something and someone's been, like, why, like.
1: Why did you write that? Yeah,
0: I guess. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Um,
1: I think so i have very supportive friends which is great sometimes i will even call out that my songs are petty but i just need them to be petty for myself right. and that means that i maybe won't share them with the world but i <laughs> just need to write them out um i <laughs> sometimes literally upon meeting boys i will say i'm the type of person to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> i'm the type of person who writes if you break my heart, I'll write five to seven songs about you. So can confirm. can confirm. <laughs> I wrote over seven songs about you. <laughs> someone. Anyways, that is really embarrassing for me. Maybe we won't keep that in. Um, I don't know. I think everyone kind of respects that that's just kind of the way I do things and yeah. process things, which has been very sweet. So I guess I haven't been met with that, which is a blessing. Um, But, yeah.
0: That's cool. How do you like – determine whether like a song's like shareable Mm -hmm. or like would be helpful to Mm -hmm. for people
1: yes i honestly this is something i i still am working on and as i haven't released a lot of my songs i think it comes down to if you think it's going to be of value to someone getting through something. I think if it's for the purpose of putting someone down, then that's really not great. Um, So there are some songs that I've written that maybe the Lord has given me a heart check and is like, maybe don't release that one. We just share it with friends. I don't know. So I'm (laughs) honestly still kind of working on that. But I do know that as, you know, I, as a Christian and being a songwriter, I think I need to remember that I, not in a prideful way, but I also am, am called to a higher standard of making sure what I'm putting out into the world is, um, is giving light, giving life and, and not giving, not speaking death or, or sorry, that was extreme and morbid, but like, (laughs) you know, you're serving one kingdom or the other y'all. Um, so just making sure that I'm speaking life into the world because, um, you know, and, and speaking Jesus, um, because everything else is not worth it. And, you know, not what the world needs to hear. There are a lot of people not speaking life. And so I think it's important um, that I do need to be speaking life. So honestly, I'm still working through that because sometimes I'm like, I want everyone to hear this. It's so good. But, you know, maybe it's just for me to process and Mm -hmm. then move on. Um, So yeah, I think it depends. I think it's case by case, but I think, you know, that's also something I can be praying to the Lord about. Um, and he'll give me clarity on, you know, if he thinks someone needs to hear it or if it should just be for me and my friends to laugh about, or you know? So, yeah.
0: Kind of going back to like what you said, the first worship song you wrote, like, was that the one you did in church at like... Was it really?
1: That's You Alone. You Alone was so good. Oh, thanks, guys. That was, it (laughs) was not not even like, I did not write that. That was the Lord. So yeah, yeah, that was really sweet. I got to sing that at youth group. I forgot about that. And that was really sweet. I mean, the story of that song is really beautiful because it was actually from a time where I was leading worship at youth group and I was so burnt out and just not in it. I had gone through worship rehearsal and I was low-key like faking the worship thing and you know and but then we were about to for real sing it or sing worship in front of everyone and um our pastor came on and he just said the words um remain in me and I'll remain in you I believe that's John 15. Or 10. Dang, I'm not great 15. at scripture, y'all. 15. Okay, I was right. <laughs> awesome. Sorry. Well, no, that's good. That's references. Gabby's job. That's not my job. Really. <laughs> um, and that just kind of wowed me. Um, and so then I was able to, in that moment, sort of come back to him alone and just have the right heart for worship. And so then I went home that night and I was like, I need to write about this. Um, mm-hmm. because what have I been feeling? And why was I so why was my heart so Blocked and why couldn't I worship from a sincere place? And then what helped me to be able to worship from a sincere place and where just God kind of met me. Um, and so that's sort of like the chorus goes, I'll drop my fears, I'll stand and sing, I'll lift my hands, surrendering everything. And that's just kind of sweet because that's what I did that night at youth worship. And so I think it's such a beautiful picture um, of what the Lord was doing in my heart in that moment. Um, and just, Yeah, he's awesome.
0: (laughs) And then a couple of years later, I remember the first worship boot camp at church. Um, What was it called? The song we all wrote together. Um, Overflow. Overflow.
1: Oh, oh, Overflow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Wait, what about it? I don't know. Just like
0: how does, how is, oh, that's a good question. Like how is songwriting by yourself versus Mm. songwriting with other people
1: that is a good question I think it is hard sometimes when you're songwriting with a lot of people because everyone has different ideas and then it also could be like different you know song concepts that may not all fit together so I think that's that's a hard one I (laughs) honestly selfishly I would say songwriting alone for me is easier Mm -hmm. but it also though I mean it is really cool to collab with other people and sometimes they will fill in in the gaps of what you're like I don't know like what could go here or you know so I think it is important honestly to be with other people because I remember that songwriting session was cool um because you know someone came up with the bridge and I was like oh that's awesome and then we had this chorus and it was just sort of just all amalgamated together um I think then we couldn't figure out how to end the song because we kept wanting to like go back to the chorus or do this tag. So then I think there, it is hard because at some point I think someone has to be like, okay, what do we actually want for this song? What do we want the story to be? And maybe like, okay, maybe we don't use this part. Like, I love yeah. it. Maybe we don't use this part for this song, but I want to, let's, let's write another one with that. Cause I, let's yeah. go with that. I love that. So I think it's important to hear everyone's ideas and try and put it all together. And then if you're feeling like, I don't know if this can work together, make sure that you incorporate it somewhere else so that no one feels like their ideas are being shut down. Cause that is not a fun feeling and everyone's creativity deserves to be heard too. Um, but I think group collaborating writing is, is very special as well. And, um, i hope i can do more of it in the future
0: yeah hey guys editing jake here we ended up having a really good conversation but it lasted a while so instead of having one really long episode um we decided to split it up in two so hope you come back in a couple weeks and listen to part two
1: bye